What's up, everyone? My little fat Albert impression. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of On the Power Play. As you can tell by the intro voice, it's Maddie Fish on the intro. We are missing Mr. Brian Bingaman. He is on uh, vacation leave, right? So he's enjoying his time. So it's just Adam and I. Adam, Hey-o. how was your Memorial Day, buddy? Uh, eventful. I worked a lot of it. Really? Yeah, this is really like the first like free day I had. Nice. You enjoy the day at least? I yeah. I, it was hot. Oh yeah, it was crazy hot, but it was still kind of nice out. So it was uh, it was a pretty good day. And now good. I'm here, getting ready to do this pod with you. Oh, I'm happy where you're here with me, buddy. I'm always, always glad to buddy. see your face. Um, Thank well, you. a lot of crazy hockey going on. You know, you as say a, that <laughs> as the semifinals just wind wound uh you know, finished up yesterday and on to the, on to the conference finals. Um, you know, obviously the big news coming out of the semis was the last game of the game seven between Carolina and New York and uh, the away team took it. The away yeah. team finally won a game and it turned out to be the New York Rangers who took it on away ice after beating Carolina in a, a really, a, I mean, it was early. Like you, once they scored those two power play goals, like a lot of momentum was pushed under that side. So it was like, and that's kind of been the case. It's like the the pressure of hosting a game seven is just high, especially if things go wrong. Like, like people aren't able to like hold it and you know control it. So uh, Rangers move on. Uh, Shesterkin looks. Like uh, mid-season form, Shesterkin, you know, he's getting his block shots, but at the end of the day, he's making the big-time stops. Um, their power plays collide, collecting, and uh, going to be interesting how Tampa and New York, you know, these two teams kind of cross paths with each other through trades, through uh, free agencies, through a lot, and uh, should be interesting going into the conference finals. Yeah, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a goaltender duel, I think is what the series is gonna be. I think it, it might be a little boring. Um well, not boring, but low score, like yeah, you know, dirty so. goals. Like you're gonna but I think, dirty goals. I think of all the Eastern Conference teams that had the chance to go up against Tampa, this is gonna be outside of Toronto, because Toronto put up a hell of a fight against Tampa, but I think the, the Rangers are gonna be about that level they're gonna play a grindy sandpaper kind of game um and they're in turbo and like they're they just have caught a wave of momentum and like it could have been the uh series first series against pittsburgh you know winning in game seven winning on home ice in game seven uh but i really saw it when uh this series against the carolina hurricanes you saw some games where Shesterkin looked shaky. And uh, one of the games, um, I think it was uh, the bad goal he let up. So I do yeah. really remember. Game five, yeah. he let up a really yeah. bad goal through his legs. And then after, yeah, okay. And then after that, that, he's been an absolute brick wall. So, uh, and it's weird how a goal like that can really change momentum. And, um, but yeah, it's just Sturkin looks really good, and their power play is—they're uh, being able to get the job done. 
And my biggest concern for New York right now is going to be the fact that to me, and this could be considered a hot take, they looked a little slow in game six. And from what I could see in game seven, they definitely looked slow. Um, I don't know if they're just on tired legs because they're not used to a deep run in a while um, or what it was, but something just didn't hundred percent feel right about their game. It did feel a little slow and sluggish, um, which Tampa's been resting for a while. So if they've got their legs back underneath them, that could be a bit of a problem for them. But like I said, I think at the end of the day, this is going to be a, a grinding kind of series for Tampa on part of the New York Rangers. And that could turn the tides in the Rangers favor. Um, since we've got to do a predictions and we'll get bings when he comes back next week. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be actually, what did I put in our playoff prediction? So you remember what you put down for the, uh, the pick them for Doug's little bracket. Um, well, I had Carolina going to the conference finals against Tampa. So mine's already off. Yeah, yeah. Wrong. I mean, hey, give, give New York credit. Um, it should be interesting. I, I would love to see the betting lines for this series because they might be, like, very, very high for Tampa. And, hey, they probably deserve it because they, they look like a real team clicking. They look like a real team clicking without even their best player in Braden Point. So it's uh, – should be interesting. Um, but, if you know, it's all about momentum. And if you, if you really see, you know, if you really see how much momentum New York has, they're really running on uh, some jet fumes right now. You know, they're, they're rolling. I'm trying to see if I can find the series betting lines anywhere. Um, everything I can see, it's not for the series, it's more for game one, but everything I'm seeing has Tampa as pretty much the odds on favorite to win um, the series and possibly the cup from what I'm seeing. So I can't really find series odds, um, which I mean, it, it's a fair assumption. I mean, Tampa Bay, they've done this before. They've been here before. They know exactly what the hell they're doing. And they've got Andre Vasilevsky in that, which, I mean, we said it last week, and I'll continue to say it. This man is the final boss of the Stanley Cup final. There's no if ands, or buts about it. You want to win the cup, you have to be Andre Vasilevsky. Um, but I have the Lightning taking it. I believe I said in seven. So I think, like I said, it's, it's going to be a struggle for both teams. But at the end of the day, I think the Lightning are just going to be able to handle it and pull it out in the end yeah um i'm assuming you want my prediction might as well take it might as well take it uh hard to bet against tampa you know it's, it's like betting is it's like betting against like mayweather or something um <laughs> uh you know we i'll i'll go with tampa um i'll go in six tampa in six interesting i think they can win on the road uh, yeah, I, I think that's going to be the other thing, too, that I completely forgot is if the Rangers have want to do this, I think they have to beat them back to back, don't they? Yep. Which is basically impossible. And uh, even the best team has shown it's very, very tough to do. So, yeah, that's going to be I, I think that's going to be a low scoring series, but I think it's still going to be a fun series nonetheless. 
Um, but the series I think I'm looking the most forward to, and it's a series that's going on right now as we're recording this, is the Western Conference Final in Edmonton versus Colorado. Connor McDavid versus Nathan McKinnon. Oh, boy. Yeah, that should be a, a explosive fireworks type series. You know, it just started. So, um, it's interesting. I, it's going to be a lot of, bit on the, lot of on the special teams. You think it's going to be the special teams? Yeah, I mean, if you're able to shut down – if you're able to shut down McDavid and Dreisaitl enough and on Kane. the power play, I think there's enough guys. There's enough guys on the uh, Colorado side that are just going to be able to get their own on the power play. So, um, you know, it's uh, I'm excited. Like you, this is like must-watch TV. Like you got two of the best players in the sport and Connor McDavid and Nathan McKinnon. You also got some of the, you know, you know, upper second tier great players. You got like Kel McCarr, Leon Dreisaitl. Like these are really great, great players. And um, I'm really excited, buddy. Yeah, I know. This is going to be a well-deserved series for not only Edmonton, but also Colorado because Colorado has been so close the last couple of years and just were never able to get over that second round hump almost like a team in the east coast with a certain russian i'm thinking of who struggled for so long to get over the second round and i'm pretty sure the first year he did it was the first year he won the stanley cup so i don't know that could be something colorado needs to look at and fuel that fire right because i don't know i think this is going to be if the eastern conference final is a goaltending duel this is going to be a skaters duel because you've got mckinnon mcdavid uh rantanen dry um honestly i, I it's, isn't going to make sense the way i'm going through this but kale mccarr and evander kane um just like high potent offense on both sides defense edges more so towards colorado in my opinion because of that mccarr factor josh manson seems to be having a otherworldly series Bowen Byram seems to be having uh, a coming out party as of late so I, I think Colorado edges out Edmonton in terms of defense <coughs> um but at the end of the day I it's going to come down to which goaltender is going to stand on his head and I'm going to sound like a crazy son of a gun but I think Mike Smith is going to be able to do it baby oh man you're you're on that train, and you're pu- you're putting the coal in the engine, baby. I I've love been that, I've been on the Mike Smith trains for the longest time. This is, I think, going to be his pr- biggest test, short of if they make it to the Stanley Cup final and have to face New York or Tampa, because those are two pretty high potent offenses in their own right. But as far as the West is concerned, Colorado has probably got to be one of the best offenses the West has to offer outside of maybe Vegas when they're firing on all cylinders. Um, and I don't know if the Edmonton defense and Mike Smith are going to be able to handle an onslaught of shots from this Colorado offense. So that's, that's my only hiccup in this, in this plan, but I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be brave. I'm going to go with my gut. Edmonton's taking the series in seven, baby. Ooh, Lee. Ooh wee! Oh man, that's a bold prediction. I love it. I love it. I I can't be that bold. I, I'm gonna pick. Oh Colorado. come on! 
I'm gonna pick be, Colorado in six. I just you think, can't be that bold. This this is the fish man we're talking about. It's fair enough, but I just see <laughs> too much of a, a strong cohesive unit when you look at Colorado, and you know they don't falter when things don't go their way. They just keep working harder and harder and keep grinding away. So um. Yeah, I just I see Colorado winning in six games. It's gonna be a great series, like no question about it. It's gonna be a great series. This uh, you know, who's gonna make more mistakes? And I think that's clear cut gonna be Edmonton. I can see where you're coming from with that. Um, but at the same time, though, this is a fired up Connor McDavid. Uh, they no, talked about no it. question, man, no question. They, they talked about a game five when he scored the ult- overtime winner that. Um, that was probably the most emotion we have ever seen out of Connor McDavid because he's very much a uh, even keel doesn't, you know, really show too much. He leaves it all out on the ice. He, he does his talking on the ice, I should say. And um, he's fired up. And I don't know if I've really seen that kind of energy come out of Colorado. I'm sure it's there. Don't get me wrong. But I think if anyone's going to drag Edmonton into the Stanley Cup final, it's going to be McDavid, and he's going to do it with the help of Evander Kane and Leon Dreisaitl by his side. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to this series. Uh, as of the time of we're recording this, I'm going to date this now. Uh, there's 15 minutes, 40 seconds left in the first. It's still tied, nothing, nothing, um, which is kind of crazy <laughs> if you ask me. I would have thought for sure that would have been a goal, at least by Colorado from this point. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I, I'm pumped for this series. I, I need to take a couple of days off of work just so I can make sure I see this series. Oh, that's a, such a great excuse, Adam. Just, you know, I used that when I, I wanted to skip school. Like, oh, yeah, I need to watch. <laughs> I need to watch hockey. Can't go to school. Um, you, you do ooh. the little trick where you put the, the thermostat in, like, the boiling water to make it look like you have a fever. It's like it's like Ferris Bueller's Day Off when times get desperate, you gotta lick your palms, gotta lick your palms so you gotta claim your hands. I'm gonna embarrass myself right now and say I have no idea. I know the movie you're talking about, but I don't know that reference. Oh really? It's I've early. never seen the movie. It's early. Oh, you gotta see Ferris. Bueller's I know. Day. I know. Speaking it's about awesome. Vander Kane, someone just scored the uh, opening hey, goal. Oh Vander Kane. Bro, he's having a series. That line, I think it was either that line or McDavid Dreisaitl alone in the uh, second round put up 25 points. Nonsense. Just absolutely numbers. Like, I understand. We said, I think it was last week, it was uh, real life McDavid over video game McDavid. It's it's here. It's true. Oh, it's definitely real life McDavid. Video game McDavid, uh, you know, is you know can't bleed. Real this life McDavid true. can bleed. Yeah, this is true. This is true. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the um, the playoff stuff. We're, we're coming down to the the uh, the end of it here. Yeah, yeah it's uh, coming down quick. I can't wait for next episode to hear uh, Bing's opinion about how everything transpires and all the action that takes place. Yeah, and uh, this may come across as a short episode, but I mean, there's not too much we want to talk about without Bing. I know there's some pretty big news going around in the hockey world, but we'd rather have the three-man the three core 
out here on the airwaves talking about that stuff. So we just kind of kept it short and sweet. Um, other things. Oh, by the way, by the way, guys, uh, this episode we've already forgot to name the episode. I was gonna wait for the end to do that, but since we're here, we might. Yeah. As well. <laughs> yeah. Um. Did you want to finish what you were saying? Uh, I was just gonna go through the the housekeeping notes, but we might as well name the episode halfway through it. Our episode. This is number seventy six. We're getting up there, everybody. We are yeah, getting closing in. Old podcast. Um. Number 76, you know, not many players have worn the high 70s. Um, I wonder how many players have worn 76. 70s, not many. Uh, so the player we have as our number 76 is New Jersey Devil's Own, P.K. Subban, or as we called him, Slewban, for all the slew foots he's been doing throughout the whole season. Um P.K. Subban, obviously, he played for Montreal, played for Nashville, now with uh, New Jersey, you know, kind of a, a real face of hockey, you know, obviously being African-American, representing a group of African-Americans that are in the NHL. And, uh, you know, he's going to be a, a lifer because once he retires, you got to assume someone's going to pick him up for broadcasting. Oh, absolutely. He's already doing ESPN now. I've seen right. ESPN broadcasts uh, now that he's in the offseason. Right. So oh. he's, he's just going to help gr- continue to grow the game. Um, and, uh, yeah, P.K. Subban's our number 76. Do you think he's going to dabble into um, singing the national anthem like his brother Malcolm did? I don't think he can. Top, I don't think he can top the performance. Oh, absolutely or, not. Or even come close to topping the performance. So I think he just might leave that to Malcolm. Yeah, Malcolm, I think he'll leave, he'll leave it to the. You gotta give Malcolm analysis. credit for that. Just that was be, awesome. You know, you know, it's enough pressure. You know, playing hockey as a goalie in front of a crowd as a goalie. But when you are, you're used to that. Like you're a professional hockey player. Like you're used to playing. You're not used to going out there with a microphone and trying to hit those high notes and uh he nailed it yeah he nailed it great I, great I, content he's a hockey player that knocked it out of the park like he's playing baseball that, that was something else i love to see that um but yeah that like i said that was the end of our little playoff uh predictions we'll get Bing's side of the story when he's on next week real quick news is of note uh martin st louis is looking to say around in Montreal as their head coach. Love to see that. I think I predicted that in the episode you weren't here for, Bing. Or Bing. Uh, Fish. I'm losing my mind. Help. Fish. <laughs> you know, we talked about uh, St. Louis saying around in Montreal. I think that's going to be a good fit. Um, Cole Caulfield seemed to thrive under that, that kind of coaching style. So love to see that. Mark Shifley expected back with the Jets, according to their GM. Uh, not too surprised there. And St. Louis Blues are looking to keep the core together, which means uh, O'Reilly and Tarasenko live to see another day in St. Louis, which I don't think was ever really a doubt. I, I think uh, it might have been a doubt. They, I think they were looking Tarasenko at least. Yeah, Tarasenko. But yeah, those are pretty much the big uh, pieces of news of note. Like we said, this is a real quick episode. Uh, didn't want to leave you guys hanging in the heat of the playoffs and the heat of the summer. Um, Memorial Day. Hope you all had the good uh, weekend. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a special weekend, Memorial Day. You got to pay homage to all the people that have died for our freedoms. Yeah, man. And even those that uh that, that still serve today, we thank you for your service. 
Absolutely. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know how you found us, but thank you. Um, and that goes to everyone else listening here uh, today. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, check out the merch. Links in our Instagram bios, our Twitter bios, some other bios. They're all over the place. We're trying to keep it up, you know. Our Instagram, Adam, you do an amazing job. We, you know, try um, and keep everybody up to date with everything that's going on because you know we understand in the year of 2022 people consume their content by uh little snippets all little snippets so um it's important that uh you know yeah you keep giving us likes you keep telling us telling your friends about us and uh hopefully we'll be at the promise land yeah man love to see it us and uh everyone else with Southside productions the uh Take a Page Crew and all the other podcasts that are here with us on this network. Looking to thrive, looking to do well, and we're right there with them, trying trying to find our way. But thank you all for listening to this shorter episode of On the Power Play. Like we said, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Um, follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash on the power play to make up for this little short episode. I'll definitely make sure I stream tomorrow sometime in the afternoon get those jacksonville interstellars a rolling uh, are they rolling a rolling i bro i don't understand nhl 22 in the slightest this team should not be good and i've got a 43 year old player that may or may not be leading the team in points i don't know what's happening <laughs> so weird got oh, video it. games gotta love video games that and buck bumble everybody loves buck bumble uh check out the merch like I said, links in our bio on the Instagram. We've got hats, T-shirts, blankets. I don't know why you buy a blanket in the summer, but hey, they're there. Need them. Um, yeah, you need them. You want them. You got to buy them. And uh, other than that, unless you have anything you want to plug, Fish, I think we are out of here. Boys, uh, you know, uh, coaches are you know, starting to get interviewed. You know, Ooh, we won't, we won't yeah. be late until we're really starting about who's hiring who and uh, – the future's bright. Gotta love it. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Well, once again, thank you all for listening. This has been on the power play and to uh, steal Bing's catchphrase, we out. <laughs> Nailed it.